guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode. Hi. Um, before we start, we just want to say thank you. We reached a hundred um followers on Spotify, a hundred followers on Facebook, and a hundred likes on Facebook. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, today we're going to be talking about the case of Mimi Wong. Ooh. So Mimi Wong, let me introduce to you. The leading lady of this story. Mm-hmm. So Mimi Wong has had a really hard life. Okay. Okay. At just eleven years old, her father passed away. Oh. At fourteen years old, she worked as a packer in a factory. Uh-huh. At seventeen years old, she met Sim Wo Kam, and they fell in love. And in two years, in nineteen fifty eight, when she was nineteen years, they got married. Oh, that's really young. Mm-hmm. And wow. in 1959, the next year itself, they had their very first born son. Mm-hmm. And in 1962, just a few years later, they had their second son. Mm. And now, her struggle doesn't end with her childhood, right? Yeah. So, Sim eventually lost his job because he got caught gambling. Mm-hmm. And so, Mimi had to step up and take like odd jobs at restaurants. And eventually, she left him to be a dance hostess. Oh, yep. wow. Cool. So, she just couldn't bear the financial burden. So, she just left him on with the kids. And mm. she went on her way to, you know, survive, I guess, you know. Yeah. And so, in 1966, she met Hiroshi Watanabe. Mm. So, Hiroshi is a Japanese man of... 30 years of age. Yeah. And he came to Singapore to be a mechanical engineer. Ooh. So let me talk to you a little bit about Hiroshi Watanabe. Okay. Mechanical so, engineers are so fancy. Hiroshi Watanabe is married with mm-hmm. three kids. But his wife and kids are still in Japan. He came alone to kind of make a living here. Yeah. Okay. Right? And so one day he went to the um nightclub that Mimi was working at Ooh, and okay, he, yeah. he saw Mimi from across the room <laughs> their eyes met and something sparked in between and they freaking fell in love i guess uh-huh you yeah you guess because because love is a trippy yeah there's so a trippy concept behind love they hung out He only went there and was only served by Mimi. Uh-huh. And so they started hanging out out of the nightclub mm-hmm. and they just I guess had a thing for each other. Mm. And in that year itself, yeah. um Mimi claimed to Hiroshi saying that she's pregnant and asked him for money to go and get an abortion. Mm-hmm. But Hiroshi brushed her off saying that I don't have any money. And so Mimi yeah, went sure. on her own way to yeah. Penang in Malaysia yeah. and got an abortion and came back. And when she came back, Hiroshi again came after her and said that, you know, let's hang. Yeah. And then, you know, Mimi hung with him, <laughs> you know, they continued their left-off relationship. Mm-hmm. And during the affair, during the affair of Hiroshi and Mimi, A Hong Kong businessman entered the picture and Mimi kind of fell heads in heads over heels in love with this business Hong Kong man as Did I say business Hong Kong man as well? Business Hong Kong man. And so Mimi fell heads 
over heels in love with this Hong Kong businessman uh-huh. and he brought her to freaking Hong Kong for a vacation okay Damn, that's so cool that's so much better than the Japanese guy right bring her to Japan for a holiday and what with his <laughs> wife and three kids Dude, why not right <laughs> and so um when she was in Hong Kong she got pregnant with his child the Hong Kong man's child uh-huh. and he kicked her out he was like gross hell now nah, go back home Oh, and so that's, that's so, so sad. sad. I know. I'm telling you, this lady did not have an easy life. Yeah. So back at Singapore, she raised the child to be her own, and that's the only child that she's taking care of. Mm-hmm. So because of this, right? Because of the baby girl, mm-hmm. she had to work also as a social escort to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And you know, once she came back, Mr. Watanabe, our hero, she yes. came back into her life. Like, he just Again. can't get enough of her. Uh-huh. It's just something in their relationship that k- keeps bringing them back to each other, right? Mm-hmm. And so, in 1969, after three years of them, you know, on and off, on and off, he finally made her his mistress. And so, mm-hmm. with being his mistress comes many perks, like he rented a flat for her, which yeah. he pays rent for. Nice. And it started off as a 200 per month kind of thing, yeah. and it went all the way up to, let's say, $400 a month, Damn. just for being his mistress. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she, I mean, at that time, 1969, right, that yeah. money was a lot, so yeah. she could even afford to get herself a domestic helper. Damn. Yeah, so she was living a pretty good life. Yeah. And then comes the dreadful day of 23rd December, 1969. Just two days before Christmas. Hiroshi's wife and kids came to Singapore to stay with him permanently. Oh. And so, he was telling Mimi that he had to end things with her. Yeah. Because he wants... His family is finally here with him and he wants to be with his family. And he yeah. can't have a mistress anymore because his wife doesn't approve of it. Yeah. And so, Mimi was like, hell no. She went nuts. She went crazy, okay? Mm-hmm. She She started saying things like... For example, if they met, he, she would be like, take this shirt off. It's my shirt. I bought it for you. Take it off and give it to me now. You know, and she said things like, um, if you leave me, I'm going to break your car. I'm going to go down and I'm going to break your car right now. You know, and he, she also said this sentence, right? Mm -hmm. Something drastic will happen to your family if you leave me. And that's it. Hiroshi was scared. He believed her. Like he did not like mess with that. Okay. He truly believed her and he went over to his wife, Ayako, Mm -hmm. and said like, you know what? I have a mistress. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, his, his thinking is that, you know, if he leaves Mimi, Mimi's gonna do something crazy. So, why don't we all just live together? Uh-huh. As in, mistress, wife, and three kids. Oh, that's kind of messed up. I mean, but that's how scared he is of Mimi. That means Mimi really, like, this has it's to be crazy, something about her. Right? Yeah, that yeah. makes him this scared. Yeah, and so finally, on 25th of December... Hiroshi brought Ayako and his three kids over to Mimi's house, went up to Mimi's house and begged her to meet them, Mm -hmm. saying that, you don't want me to leave you and she doesn't want me to have mistress. I can't do anything. Why don't we just all live together happily? Like, he's really, like... He's trying his best. He's trying his best, you know. He has no other options because, like, if he turns left, something's gonna happen. If he turns right, something's gonna happen. So just... He just has to be. Yeah. 
And so Mimi was completely against it. But finally, eventually, Hiroshi managed to convince her, saying that, you know what, if Ayako is willing to meet you, you need to be willing to meet her too. If not, there's no way that we can live happily. Yeah. And so she finally was, you know, convinced. And so he went down, brought them up, and met them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, Mimi was like rolling her eyes at Ayako. Yeah. But when the kids um talked to her, Mm-hmm. The kids called her Obasan, which means like auntie in Japanese, which is so cute. It's so cute. And so, um, when you know they started talking to her and calling her Obasan, she kind of like her heart kind of warmed up a bit, and she yeah. was smiling a little at the kids. Yeah. So I guess kids maybe, are just pure. Kids are like just yeah. It's just kids so, save yeah. people. So maybe something about that. She was actually okay with it. Yeah. And so on thirty first December, just maybe a few it's days. Maybe because she missed her own kids. I mean, she left her her actual kids behind. But she, she only had she one has daughter. A, yeah. But she still had those kids with her. Maybe it's husband. the fact that they're Hiroshi's kids. True, you know? true, true. Yeah, so on 31st December, um, the Watanabe's had a New Year's Eve party. And mm-hmm. obviously, Mimi was invited. And allegedly, according yeah. to Mimi in court, she said that she was really angry with Ayako at this point. Because in the party, Ayako called her, Mimi, mm-hmm. a prostitute. Whoa. And so that kind of like... You don't say that. Yeah, but this is alleged. Allegedly. Yeah. Okay. But and still. so this angered her so yeah. much to the point that on 2nd of January, Mimi approached her husband, Sim, you remember him? Yeah. With a plan to kill Ayako, to murder but her. But why would she go all the way to him? Because that's his her first husband, you know, they oh, still have true. a really... They fell in love, they yeah. got married, they had two kids, there's a mm-hmm. history there, right? And so Sim was like, but why? You know, what did she do? And then she was like, don't ask me. I'm mm-hmm. giving you $500 for it. And he was suddenly on board. <laughs> and so he came up with a plan saying that, okay, I have this detergent. I'm going to pour it on her face. It's going to get in her eye. She's going to be like visually handicapped. And then you go in for the kill. Mm-hmm. And so they had this plan, but they just needed to wait for a day and a date and a situation. Okay. Yeah. And so then came the dreadful day of 6th January, 1970. Mm-hmm. She really went full out. Like, she was angry at her and was like, yeah, I'm killing her, that's it. But that's alleged. Did she even say something like that? We don't know. Yeah. yeah. And so on 6th January at 7.30pm, Hiroshi came over to Mimi's house to have dinner. Mm-hmm. They were sitting and they were having dinner and Hiroshi was going to go back to work after dinner because he was working like an overnight shift. Mm-hmm. And so she asked him like, hey, are you coming here to spend the night with me after your work? And he said that I can't do that. Like I have to go back home to my wife and kids. Mm-hmm. And she was like snapped, okay? She stopped yeah. eating. She threw cutleries around. She was just like having a tantrum at this point. Mm-hmm. And so Hiroshi left for work after like a while. Yeah. And his work only ends at ten thirty PM, right? Oh that's late. Yeah. So she went over to meet Sim and went mm. over to the Watanabe's residences, you know, their house. Mm-hmm, and yeah. Ayako was at home and Ayako had told Mimi that they were having some plumbing issues during the party. Yeah. So Mimi went over and introduced him to Ayako as a plumber. Oh, and so um, see, Ayako brought okay. brought um, the plumber, Sim, into yeah. the bathroom and was showing her the pipe saying like, oh, this is leaking, it's been like this forever. Yeah. And then while she was explaining all of this info to her, 
Ayoko went into the kids' bedrooms to make sure that all the kids were sleeping. Yeah. But little did she know that one of the daughters, Chieko, wasn't mm-hmm. sleeping. But Chieko just pretended to sleep because, you Typical know... Typical kids, yeah. yeah. So she went in, she saw that all three kids were sleeping. She closed the door behind her and gave a thumbs up to Sim. Mm-hmm. And seeing the thumbs up, Sim took out the can of... Um, acid and threw yeah. it on detergent acid. Yeah, I'm not something. sure. Yeah, on threw it on Ayako's face. Yeah, and again she was visually handicapped, just like yeah. the plan. And um, Mimi went in for a stab. She stabbed mm. um Ayako three times to her mm-hmm. death, and they ran out of there. And then um, Mimi ran the over to the poor kids. The yeah. poor everyone. I feel like Ayako didn't really do anything. Yeah. I mean, so far in this story, she seems very innocent. Like she was willing to. Not just dump the kids, dump the guy, even though he has a whole yeah. like mistress who doesn't even want to see her in the first Um, While Ayako was actually screaming, Chieko, mm. their daughter, came out of the room and yeah. went and saw it and started screaming. Oh, and so Mimi came over to like cover her mouth to mm. like stop screaming. Yeah. And then Chieko ran into her room and started waking her siblings up, but her siblings were sleeping still. Mm. And so Mimi and Sim ran out, you know? Yeah. And then... After um, after the incident, mm. uh, Mimi went over to her house, picked up her kid from her helper, yeah. and ran to her aunt's house. And mm. she was telling her aunt, like, oh my god, aunt, I stabbed the Japanese, I stabbed the Japanese lady with a knife. Yeah. And her aunt was like, what the hell? Mm. And so when Hiroshi went home and after his OT work, yeah. he noticed that the porch lights were off, which is usually on, mm-hmm. especially at night when yeah. he's coming home after yeah. OT because yeah, Ayako's yeah, always yeah. like waiting on him, mm-hmm. like a doubtful wife would. Mm-hmm. And so he went up and he noticed Chieko's cr- crying over Ayako's body. Oh, and so great. he was like, Chieko, who did this? And Chieko said, Obatan, Obasan. Mm. And oh my god, immediately like um Hiroshi See, kids called the are police. just like MVPs, like yeah. full on Chieko and Chieko, Chieko? Yeah. Chieko. Cute name, so, such a cute name. Yeah, very cute name. Chieko. And so um Hiroshi called the police, the police came down and immediately at four AM they arrested Sim. Mm-hmm. But it was a bit hard to get Mimi because Mimi was literally playing cat and mouse mm-hmm. with the police. She ran away, if she yeah. see the police at their house, yeah. when she's walking home, she literally like mm-hmm. sneaked away and bolted and finally she was trying to make her way to her mom's house. Yeah. But the mom wasn't home, so when she was yeah. knocking the door, mm-hmm. the police were like right behind her and nice. arrested her. Yeah. And this is the story of the trial. It was literally how long is it? Twenty six days. Ooh, damn. Yeah, because that's, they that's had, almost a yeah. whole month. Wow. <clears throat> because right, they had to go through Sim's account of the situation and yeah. then they had to go through Mimi's account of the situation and yeah. Hiroshi and Chieko. Uh-huh. Because she's a girl, a small girl yeah. and you know, to get her evidence was a bit more harder. Yeah. They arrested them, put them in a police lineup and made Chieko like identify them and she did identify Sim and um her Obasan correctly. Yeah. And then, um, after that, she told the police exactly what happened. Mm. <clears throat> it's really traumatizing for a child to see all of that, I feel. Yeah, exactly. And to be put in the police station, having to recount everything perfectly for the police. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, yeah. finally, you know, the trial starts. And yeah. 
the lawyers were asking Hiroshi like your wife did she approve of this affair and you know Hiroshi was saying no she did not approve of it and the lawyer yeah. asked then why didn't you end things off with Mimi and yeah. Hiroshi said that I got the hint that if I did something drastic is going to happen to my family or me yeah and so in fear he was yeah. with her and so the trial was so long because um Mimi and Sim started saying like different theories. Mm-hmm. Mimi started saying that it was actually Sim who did the killing. Oh great. <laughs> they went against each other now. They went against each other and great. Mimi also allegedly said that she was angry because Ayako called her a prostitute but That's we not can't an really excuse to kill refer someone, because yeah. Ayako's passed away so we can't really Yeah. And then after a while she said that she had a viral Japanese brain infection which what? Yeah. And then later it became to the point that she had menses on the day and then she had post abortion stress and then she was drunk. So all of this came and they had to one by one clear it off to like say that it she she did this knowing with like a perfectly clear mind. Yeah. 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 And so that's why it was such a long trial. Mm. Yep. And because she kept pulling random stuff up. Like, oh yeah, yeah no, a post-abortion stress, I wasn't mentally stable. Yeah, but these sure. these are actually like her lawyer's defences. So they actually oh, got true, like true. a police, uh, they got a doctor and a psychiatrist to come and check her. And mm. it's not false claims, but yeah. it's just that on the day of the murder, she was of sound mind. She did not have a viral brain infection. Yeah. But after or before she might have had it mm. yeah because i don't think you can just like anyhow put stuff in the court yeah yeah it was her lawyers who actually got her checked up mm. and then they kept fighting for her mm. those are good lawyers yeah and so yeah. finally um she was um convicted guilty mm-hmm. obviously because she did do the crime right yeah and one of the lawyers was saying um on the opposition fight uh, on the opposition side to convict her right they yeah. were saying that you know um she was actually crowned the cabaret queen of a nightclub oh yeah so that's she's so like fancy. yeah that's so fancy and you know she has a good thing going on you know she has a guy who dotes on her pays rent gives her money yeah and you know three years of being together and then suddenly all of that to be taken away from you the fear it, the jealousy yeah it makes you go crazy i guess overthink yeah. and i think that's the reason why she killed poor ayako yeah ayako didn't deserve any of this i mean she's literally she did absolutely nothing yeah she seems yeah. so peaceful yeah very calm like I know that you have a mistress, I don't approve of it, but yeah. it's okay, I'll just, you know, yeah. be fine, I'll meet her, we can live together, it's okay. Yeah. And I feel like Hiroshi must be feeling so guilty for Ayako's death, oh, because right. it's all his fault, yeah. sort of. In a way, yeah. I mean, no, he didn't ask Mimi to kill but Ayako. He didn't know yeah. it was gonna happen, but he's still in the wrong for, you know, cheating. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's still just like, so horrible like the consequences are so bad like he he did love Ayako Mm -hmm, because when she was finally able to come to Singapore he wanted to end things with Mimi and give you know their marriage a work right yeah and he even told Mimi like hey no after work you know I can't spend time with you I need to go back to my family Mm -hmm. yeah um when 
you know, um, Mimi was arrested. She actually requested to speak to um, Hiroshi. Mm-hmm. And so Hiroshi agreed. And yeah. when they, you know, brought them to the holding area to speak, there was yeah. a table with two chairs on opposite ends of each other. And Hiros- yeah. Hiroshi sat on one end and was waiting for Mimi to come in handcuffed. Um, a constable brought her in and asked her to sit at the other end. But she just kind of like... Um, fought her way from her constable, went, ran to Hiroshi, mm. knelt down, put her head on his lap and started yeah. crying, apologizing, saying that, I'm so sorry, I really love you, I was mm. just really, really drunk, yeah. you know, um, she just kept saying, I'm really, 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 really drunk, I'm so yeah. sorry, I love you so much, yeah, mm. which is so sad, I feel like in a fit of jealousy and anger, she was blinded by the fact that by killing her, she's gonna lose everything yeah not just like oh if i kill her that means i'm gonna be you know the most important woman in his life yeah but hiroshi also said that she actually has a really good tolerance of drink so i don't think that she was drunk when she did it yeah um which was one of her defenses right but she's a nightclub um dance girl and i think they drink a lot so i don't really think she has that low of a tolerance that she just gets drunk and do something so bizarre yeah even if she was slightly drunk, I mean, it was used as a defense, so maybe there was some background to it. But at the same time, I don't think she would just get that drunk to the point that she would kill Ayako. And so, finally... And also, she shows tantrums and she threatened him yeah. about leaving, so I yeah. mean, that's even solid she evidence. Drunk, yeah. yeah. And so, finally, you know, in 1973, mm. 27 July, that's three years later, okay, she was hung to death. And she was the first woman in Singapore ever to get the death penalty. Wow. That's yeah. actually kinda cool. I mean it's really bad. It's really but that's like a You wanna know something really creepy? What? Her last wish was to die in a wedding dress, so she was hung wearing a wedding dress. Damn. That is so freaking creepy. That is very creepy, oh but God. I'm kind of living for it. Yeah. That's really sad at the same time. Yeah. But that's it for today's story. It's a very emotional one. Yeah, because she did have a pretty rough life. So maybe she had this like survivor's kind of like rough instinct. Yeah. To, like, to be the one, you know. No, like to at all times secure her rice bowl. To at all times yeah. secure that she has like a steady money so that she doesn't have to go back to the way things yeah. were. But and for her to want to die in a wedding dress. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Poor Ayako. Poor... Chieko man, she's gonna yeah. be traumatized and Hiroshi also, I don't know how he's gonna live with the guilt. Yeah. At first I thought it was really sweet how they met each other from across yeah. the room and kind of like had a spark. Yeah. It's such an emotional story because like you can kind of feel for Mimi, like you kind of know generally what her thoughts were, mm-hmm. which makes it even yeah. worse because like... I think she took it a step too far. <laughs> way way yeah. too far, she didn't take a step too far, she like leaped yeah, too she, far. Yeah, she kind of leapt. <laughs> uh. Yeah. But you still kind of like, like you know, I mean, I'm sure we've all felt jealousy before. But I think her jealousy was just yeah, out no, of this I, we world. are not, we are not yeah. uh, saying it's okay. It's just it's not okay. It's not that point, then, yeah. yeah. But that's it, you guys. Thank you so much once again for a hundred followers. Oh my god, it <laughs> feels so like surreal. Yeah, exactly. I'm so happy people are listening to us. Yeah, Hope do you enjoy. Um, follow us on Facebook if you haven't already. Um. 
we post updates there on the new podcast. We have Instagram and Twitter too. Comment down if you have any like um case cases that you want us to cover. Yeah, any recommendations. We will be glad to check it out. Yes, sir. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.